Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. First down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Eagles Unfiltered. I'm your co-host, Ed Kratz, joined by my colleague, John McMullen. We are with Sports Illustrated. Eagle Maven, si.com slash NFL slash Eagles. I hope you're following all our work. We just wrapped up day three here at the NovaCare Complex, and uh, we have a few thoughts and impressions. And, uh, John, you want to get us started? With, uh, what did you see today that jumped out at you? Well, the first veteran day of camp, I think that was something to talk about, the fact that a lot of veteran players got a day of rest. So we're seeing, you know, Nick Sirianni's kind of philosophy as a head coach and, and how he's going to manage things and that's a big part part of the modern nfl when you talk about your over 30 players so to speak that maybe have a little bit of tread off the tire so gave a lot of guys the day off and we got to see valuable reps for some younger players who probably need it and then there was an interesting point would you say at about an hour in where nick sirianni stopped practice gathered the whole team maybe slammed the dais and said, I'm doubling down. And, and he got people back and they finished the practice uh, pretty well. I, I would say the most thing through three days of camp, very fast paced, short practices. And I think the guys like that. I asked Ryan Kerrigan after practice, I, especially the veteran players, I think they really enjoy that. No downtime whatsoever. Yeah, and you know, uh, getting back to Sirianni stopping practice, at about 11 o'clock, which was about an hour into practice. And, you know, I asked a couple players about that, and they loved it. You know, he brought them together and said, let's finish strong. Um, You know, it's the third day. It's not quite the dog days, but it's been warm. Um, You know, he wanted to make sure the guys finished practice strong, which I thought was a great thing to do. You know, Boston Scott told me afterward that, you know, the players really appreciate that. Um, And I don't see how you can appreciate that. You know, let's refocus. we got another 15, 20 minutes. Let's go out and get the job done and finish strong. And, you know, I I think that's a great thing for him to do. Probably won't be the last time we see him do that. Um, But, uh, yeah, you mentioned the veterans day off. So, you know, a lot of the linemen were out, offensive linemen. Lane Johnson didn't practice. Jason Kelsey, Brandon Brooks. We don't know if that was the veterans day or how that hamstring uh, was feeling from yesterday. Uh, But, yeah, it was uh, Fletcher Cox was another one, Brandon Graham. So, yeah, it was a day for the young guys. Um, and again, to me, Milton Williams, this rookie, continues to uh, really kind of stand out. Um, playing at the defensive end spot, uh, you know, didn't do a lot of that in Louisiana Tech. Uh, I talked to him after practice today, and, you know, he said he'll just do whatever. And he's a guy that can go inside and outside. I mean, he's really, to me right now, really so a player to watch. 
uh, as we finish up the first week here. John, how about you? Any anybody? Uh, yeah, well, real quick to touch on Milton. I think a lot of people thought that the draft he was going to play that under tackle position, be that undersized pass rushing defensive tackle. That was his strength. The Eagles look at him differently. The Eagles look at him essentially from what I'm getting is the heir apparent to Brandon Graham, that guy who can play outside. They have a similar body type, similar explosiveness, uh, and he can move inside. Obviously, that's his more natural position, but the Eagles think he can play defensive end. That's where they've had him for the most part. And look, JG, Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator, he talked about versatility a lot when he spoke to us yesterday. Uh, so to be able to go back and forward between positions, I think is going to be very valuable for Milton Williams. I continue to be impressed. You know this, Michael Walker, maybe the least known guy on this team. I think no one paid attention to him because he came in late. He's a wide receiver. He's also a returner. He was back with the pump returners. He had another big play today down the left sideline, got behind the defense. He seems extremely quick from the slot. I, I think that's a name to keep an eye on if you want to look for a surprise guy who's going to make that 53-man roster. And I always say you have to add Dave Caldwell. The XGM in Jacksonville is here now, and he has a history with Michael Walker. So um, kind of putting two and two together. Yeah, and they gave up a sixth-round pick to get him. Um, so, yeah, so you can add three plus three to that, I guess. If we're doing mathematics. Well, that was Josiah. They just picked <laughs> right. up uh, Josiah Scott. Oh, yeah, right, right. They just picked up Michael Walker. But That's I right. do think Michael Walker has a chance to make this football team, maybe even as the punt returner, because Jalen Rigger, Devontae Smith, they're, they're back practicing punt returns, Ed, but when it comes down to it, I think they're going to want those young guys to learn the receiver positions and not want to put too much on, on their plate, but we'll see. And they had Walker returning punts today for yeah. the first time, which was interesting to see. But And that play you're referring to, John, is Joe Flacco made a really nice pass. Walker got behind the defense. It was Josiah Scott trying to cover him, and uh, Walker went right by him, big game down the other uh, end of the field. Uh, but we need to talk about Jalen Hurts. Well, we first have to talk about our audience of one, <laughs> which is a dragonfly <laughs> that just landed on the camera. Yeah. So we got at least one person yeah. <laughs> very, very in, involved with our show. Here. Yeah, it, it's interesting. And we got a truck backing up right in front of us <laughs> as well. So we've got distractions all over the place. But um, I want to get back to the quarterbacks. You know, Jalen Hurts, um, and to me, he has looked better each day. I, you know, I thought Wednesday concerning in a small sort of way and that it was day one he looked better yesterday on thursday friday today he looked better than he did on thursday made a really nice pass to uh, dallas goddard in the end zone goddard gets credit too he used his body well held off michael jacquette but it was a nice high throw with some zip on it from hertz in the red zone uh and, great throw and put it up and it, no one else could have caught that pass but dallas goddard right i mean it was a great throw yeah. He made another good throw to Miles Sanders, who Davion Taylor, someone else who's really stood out to us, I think, is this linebacker. Um, he was covering Sanders, had good coverage on Sanders. It was a nice back shoulder throw from Hertz. Sanders had it in his arms, dropped it. It would have been a tough catch, but one I think Sanders should have made, but it was a great throw by Hertz. What, what was your take on that? All right, well, you're the good cop. I'm going to play the bad cop. And I told you this at practice, you know, the pass to Dallas Goddard was a great pass, was a strike, was a fastball, perfect position. 
as you notice though, Ed, as he dropped back, he just locked on to Dallas Goddard. So that's a concern for me. When, when Jalen tries to look off and tries to come back, I think that's where the inaccuracy pops up and we see his head move and, and maybe the ball goes a little bit, <laughs> a couple yards where he doesn't want it to go. So every practice we've seen, a couple really bad throws, a couple really good throws. And look, every coach will tell you that position at this level is about consistency. There's got to be more consistency from Jalen Hurts moving forward. Yeah, well, I think, you know, playing a good cop again, I think there will be day three. Uh, I think he just has to continue to show progress. Uh, but that is interesting, something to keep an eye on. That throw you're talking about, we did notice he was looking to his left, and then he came back right, and he missed his target. So, you know, that's something to keep an eye on when he does look away from a target. But, you know, he made some nice runs. The read option is going to be a huge weapon in this offense with Hertz. You know, we've seen him take off. I've said last year that he's a running back playing quarterback. I mean, this kid can run the ball. And they're going to take advantage of that skill set. Um, but let's stay on the quarterbacks here, John. And, uh, you know, we had this little debate, you and I, and uh, I think another colleague of ours, maybe it was Dave Zangaro from um, uh, NBC. NBC Sports, yeah, Philadelphia. The three of us were hitting on the sidelines, and we we're talking about the three quarterbacks. You know, Nick Mullins made a really nice throw. Uh, he might have made the throw of the day, Nick Mullins. I agree. Uh, great scene pass. I think it was Jack Stoll. It was Jack Stoll. Um, just perfectly placed. Uh, I was to me it was the most impressive throw of the practice, um, and we were discussing whether do you keep three quarterbacks on the 53 or do you try to get somebody like Nick Mullins uh, through to the practice squad because now you can have veteran players on the practice squad. I think it's risky. I'm not saying uh, somebody's going to pick them up, but there's a dearth of backup quarterbacks in this league. And I think the Eagles are, are pretty solid with Joe Flacco and Nick Mullins at backup quarterback. That dragonfly is still sitting on top of uh, our, our video camera here. Um, so I, I hope you all are enjoying the conversation as much as uh, this he dragonfly is. is. Yeah, he's or not, she. Or she. Yeah, it hasn't gone anywhere. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, that's a tricky situation with three quarterbacks because they don't have that. I guess you could say Mullins is a developmental guy, although he's had a lot of experience starting games in San Francisco. But they don't have that rookie or second-year guy that they can But they do. For... He's the starter. Right. That's what I said. <laughs> That's right. They have a developmental quarterback, but he's the starter. Yeah. Jalen Hurts still has a lot of developing oh, to yeah. do. Yes, he does. And that's what we see. I mean, the first day I think I charted it out. So I saw some people 5 of 14. I had 5 of 15, whatever. It was close. It wasn't good. 5 of 15. Now, I mentioned on one of our early shows they were doing a lot of red zone work. It was really close spaces. It's more difficult to complete passes in that environment. But it doesn't matter. Anywhere on the field, 5 of 15 isn't good enough. I mentioned a couple throws each practice are wildly off, wildly off base. That's got to stop at some point. It's still early in camp, but I think it's fair to say that has to stop at some point. Yeah, he, well, he's still a work in progress, you know, and the Eagles are kind of committed to him for this year. And you know, ah, we're, we're, we're bring up that name. Ah, Deshaun Watson, right? Or Aaron Rodgers. So well, be, no, it's Deshaun yeah, Watson. Yeah. I, You know, Joe Banner is the latest. Uh, and he just, he was asked on social media, he was asked on his Twitter account, will Jeffrey Lurie go after Deshaun Watson if he's available, if he's made available? 
which he is available. Yeah. And Joe responded with a one-word answer, yes. Mm. Well, we'll see what happens there. Um, but right now, Hertz is the guy. Uh, Watson's still trying to sort out his legal mess. Uh, I think it would be foolish to trade for somebody that's still embroiled in that for any team uh, because you don't know. There's too much uncertainty to give up what Houston wants. But I anyway, agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree, but I'm just saying it, the longer it goes in the camp and the more inconsistency you see, that might open doors a little bit more. The Eagles could get I don't want to use the term desperate, but they could get more urgency, as I think the better word. Yeah. So right now, the three quarterbacks, I think all three are going to be on the roster. I don't think they take that risk because to go into a season with just two quarterbacks, not on the practice squad, what happens if there's an injury? You're down to one quarterback, and then you have to hit the street for somebody. So to me, I don't know if they would absorb that risk by setting Mullins free. Of course, it's still July. Uh, I'm just looking ahead here at the quarterback spot. I, I think it would be a big risk. But so much can happen between now and when they finally, uh, when they put this final roster in place. So right now, right here, July 30th, I'm saying they keep these three quarterbacks on the active roster. Um, I, I don't know how you feel about that, but I just think it's too big of a risk to like Mullins. Yeah, especially when you don't have a proven quarterback. I think if having an entrenched guy, it's a little bit easier to play that game, not worry about the insurance. But because of where we are, if nothing does changes, I think you need a couple insurance policies for Jalen Hurts. So I think it makes sense to keep for it. You know, I, someone else that kind of jumped out at me these last three days is the undrafted free agent, I think, from Texas A&M, Michael Osbon. Um, you know, you like Michael. Jamon. Jamon. Jamon oh, right. Jamon yeah. Osbon. I'm thinking Michael Walker. But, yeah, yeah, I know you love Walker. But, you know, I'm starting to uh, take a look at Osbon, who, you know, today, again, he, he was able to find a, a soft spot in coverage down in the red zone. And Flacco, I think it was Flacco, hit him. On, on a quick pass, and he, he caught it in position and fell right down in the end zone. I mean, uh, he just continues to look, you know, open some eyes, at least my eyes anyway. Well, he's a big target. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, he's a well-regarded, uh, undrafted free agent. Generally, you like to keep one or two of those guys. Sometimes it just comes down to the sort of ego of the general manager. You like to say, look, I found this kid who was undrafted. So, you never know. I think he's he's off to a good start. I think Michael Walker's probably a little bit ahead, but they play different positions. You know, Walker's more of a slot receiver. He's more of an outside receiver. Um, special teams is going to be the bigger thing for those guys. Yeah. It always is. But, you know, Travis Bolgan was back today. Greg Ward was back, I think, a little bit. It was certainly in it. Yeah, he was in team yeah. drills as yeah, he well. Was, he was. Over the past couple of days, the Eagles have had a lot of receivers out. So these young guys are getting valuable reps, and they're taking advantage of them. Let's wrap this up talking about the offensive line uh, with Lane out, Brooks out, Simo's still out with the hamstring. Uh, you had Matt Pryor at right guard, and right tackle was Jack Driscoll. Um, I thought he struggled uh, at times against Josh Sweat. Who has really Josh been? A good player. Josh is really strong. Uh, the Eagles are. are are really set at that defensive end spot with Sweat, yeah. Graham, and now Milton Williams in the mix. Um, Ryan Kerrigan in the mix. But 
Driscoll struggled at right tackle. Today it was Andre Dillard's turn at left tackle. He got all the first team reps, unless you saw something differently, John. But uh, and there were no issues with Dillard today that I noticed. No. It was kind of a uh, you know. I will good say it was more of Josh Sweat against Jack Driscoll. Yeah. And you mentioned the read option running game. I want to mention this. Josh Sweat blew up two plays on the read option with just his ability to get uh, quick penetration from the defensive line. I think he might be the most underrated player on this football team. That's awesome. Um, all right, so listen, that's it. Day three in the books. Eagles have one more practice Saturday night, 530, and then they're off Sunday. But what John and I will be here Saturday night, and we'll wrap up day four. And I think the Dragonfly is going to be here. Yeah, Dragonfly. new mascot. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right, so listen, thank, really appreciate you listening. Thanks again, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you again. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.